Hi. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. Sarah C., and I feel like I forgot how to do this. <laughs> it's been so long. I know. What's up? Not much. Just living the dream, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well. You sound super far away. Um, let's, let me hear you again. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me switch my USB. Is this any better? Yes, way better. Okay, cool. Welcome back, everybody. Yes. Sorry, we've been a little on hiatus, but I have a feeling that is going to change because... I do have it on good authority that filming is continuing, proceeding, going into full swing perhaps in a week or two. Mm Mm-hmm. So we are going to jet up there in a little bit and see what's going on and report back to you guys. For sure. I saw Kristen was at Sir with her boyfriend, and as we know, we've seen Sheena there, and Raquel working, and all sorts of reports, so um, speaking of, I believe Sheena had her baby, I seems, uh, I guess I heard she and baby are doing fine, so I'm going to take that as a, she had her baby. Awesome, yay Sheena! So... Stay tuned on that. I wonder if she'll have any kind of um, People Magazine or E! News kind of thing, like the uh, little controversy over Jackson Brady and mm. Craves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like she will. So you guys, yeah, I feel like she probably would have secured that and uh, bigger news story. So you guys, if you don't know what we're talking about, there was a little, little scandal um, this Instagram Bravo and Cocktails um, posted one baby Cruise Cruise Mackle was born, um, saying like it looks like they didn't get any kind of like People Magazine exclusive or anything like that um, because you know nothing came out. And good old Lori Kay had to chime in there as she normally does. <laughs> so Lori Kay went on a rant on this Instagram site. She's like, one, it's extremely disturbing that you feel the need to put a negative spin on a beautiful moment. Two, Jackson Brittany could have easily gotten an exclusive with People Magazine. Who wanted it? But we decided against it because they chose not to, wanting to post photos of their child when they felt ready, likely due to troll accounts like yours that will spin anything into a negative light. Three, most reality stars don't get exclusive covers and if they do, it's likely likely not paid, or if it is, very, very little, and nobody actually does it for the money, but more so for the press. Four, Jackson Brittany gave their exclusive interview to E! News without photos. That was their preference. Five, you're welcome. Straight from the real source. She's always so combative. Like, that's such a, she's like a negative PR person. And, like they're supposed to spin it positively. Well, and just like so unprofessional. Like I, I don't know. I, I just every time that something like this happens, I'm just like, I don't know. Like I, I would just assume that like if you hired someone like that, like they're there to like fix things, smooth things over, not call 
you know, cites uh, a troll in one thing, but then say, don't spread these lies to your over 100,000 followers. Like, so which one is it? Are they a troll <laughs> site or do you like the amount of followers that they have? Like, which one is it? Yeah, that's not a troll site. A troll is someone like an unknown hiding person with, with one no follower picture yeah. and one follower mm-hmm. that they just created. Ah, oh, you should know this as a PR expert, Lori Kay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I highly doubt, well, I mean, it's all, you know, exclusive with People Magazine. They wanted them. Well, nowadays, it's not like the old magazine. It's like there's all sorts of, you know, versions of People and E! News and that sort of well, thing. Well, and, but- and you know what? I do think that she was truthful in what she, how she said how they don't really get paid much. Like, it's they mm-hmm. are it's for exposure it's to further their brand it's a it's a platform thing like they're using you know a story to continue their career i i i get it which is that makes sense but what doesn't line up is jackson britney are doing everything to hawk everything and swipe up everything so they're doing that it'd be a good business decision idea to build up their brand with this sort of thing but yeah. Anyways, and it's not like they don't. I would respect if they don't want their child seen. A lot of celebrities go that route. They don't want their child photographed or in. The, but they're posting every day. Yeah. And then, like just now, I just happened to check. Stassi posted with Hartford and Cruz. Then Brittany reposted it. Then Bo reposted it. So I'd like three stories in a row of the same damn thing. I was like, a little overexposure, people. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> so it just it does. It's not consistent. It doesn't line up. Yeah. So. Anyways, so that was that. What did did you think about when Kristen was visiting Sir that she still gets her employee discount? (laughs) Yeah, that's bizarre. It must be employee discount as in, like, production, although she was fired, so it really doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so that whoever, you know, honored that was being cool with her for sure. Oh, I bet it's, like, Guillermo. Mm -hmm. Well, it was, like, whoever her server was was like, yeah, you can have it, you know? Yeah. Like it's in the video. Okay. <laughs> so on to Lala. Well, I guess her book's coming out. As I said before, I've obviously no interest in reading that, but she's doing some Q and A session, and Katie's going to be her interviewer, and that's exactly who I would choose. You know, cutting edge journalist Katie with her uplifting. No, <laughs> Katie's fine. I mean, but you know, she's a little sleepy, you know, in her voice delivery. But you know, but she's gonna she's going to ask the hard hitting question, Sarah. You know. <laughs> oh, and she wrote. She said, "With my BF, Katie Maloney," and I'm like, "Well, she's your boyfriend now." And also, I see what's happening. So, in kind of hearing that you know filming is going forward, I also heard Lala is on the cast which doesn't seem to make sense because she's kind of irrelevant as she was last season, but she's not really friends with a lot a lot or most of the remaining people except for Katie. So now she's calling Katie her BF slash, I think she means BFF. So apparently Katie and Lala are BFFs now, and so that makes sense. They're gearing up for their little alliance. For I say BF sometimes. <laughs> Just like best friend, I don't know. <laughs> I know, but technically... <laughs> All right, let's let's urban dictionary this. <laughs> I trust your judgment over my sort of thing. Um, I think it's I think so, it's kind of a dig to Katie. If she would have said BFF, that would have been like something. But to say BF, it's lower than BFF. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. The more Fs, the better. Oops. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> Get it. Are you there? Am I me- there? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, I keep, like, muting myself with my foot or something. How do you mute yourself with your foot? <laughs> there's a little, like, you- there's a little button, and it was, like, stuck under my foot somehow. I'm sitting on in I'm in Ronnie's room on the floor, like with oh, like hunched over my oh. laptop. <laughs> I was picturing your toes up on a desk on the laptop. No, like I'm like with your toes. yeah, I'm like sitting crisscross applesauce in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, back to Lala. So she went on Lisa's overserved program and bashed Sheena, and I understand this was. Several months ago, because she was only like five and a half months pregnant, mm-hmm. um, and I did hear they've like, you know, she she's so it's it's classic Lala. She runs her mouth and then she runs off like big bad wolf, but she's really a coward, right? She runs her mouth and then she sees Sheena. She's all fake and nice. Oh, she's now fake and nice on Instagram or um, social media. But then she's bashing her on Overserved, and now I heard she's going to be on a podcast later this week, and apparently they are talking about Sheena. So I don't know if it's negative or positive, but yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, okay, so I watched it because I wanted to watch, you know, like I wanted to have my own opinion of it and see if, you know... I don't know, because Jess, yeah. I thought it was very jarring hearing that, you know, how she brought her up and what she said and everything. I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, like, why? So, um, yeah, I watched it, and, yeah, um, uncalled for. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't necessary, and um, not a yes. – I, I just feel like it's never a good look. Whenever she does this, I don't feel Mm-mm. like the person who she's talking about ever ends up looking bad. And everyone like is usually like very uncomfortable when she's delivering her dumb message. But, um, be- yeah, like when she went off on Billy Lee and Raquel, she looked like the asshole, not those. Two. Yes. And, and I felt like Lisa and, um, uh, Anna camp were like very un like they were uncomfortable because like they didn't have the context of what of why all this happened she just kind of like glossed over a little bit she didn't tell the full story so um it just wasn't fair and for everyone who does know the full story you know like us you know it's like oh we know what she's doing and it's just again it's just not a good look it's not being a nice person and I think that um just like you said she runs away and then she kind of like realizes what she does then she tries to like go back and fix it but the damage has been done and I really think that that's like what Lala battles with a lot is she throws these bombs out and then um you know people people either call her on it or or she realizes what she did or whatever and then you know Sheena can say okay you know what let's move on but like people always have to like move on with her you know what I mean yeah it's like yeah, see, it's kind of like Jax. How everyone's like, Ugh, he's just Jax. You got you can't blame yeah. him. It's like it's Lala. She she has no filter. Yeah. You just can't. Um, you can't. But when it comes to someone like James, they they don't say, oh, that's just James. It's like no, no one ever forgives him. Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. So you guys, if you haven't watched, it's overserved. And Lisa asks um, 
Lala about the other girls, you know, the pregnancies, and she's talking about Stassi, and she's talking about Brittany, and Lisa's like, well, have you seen Sheena? And she's like, or Sheena? And Lala's like, who? Uh, she's like, Sheena, who? She's like, you haven't seen Sheena? I don't recall. I don't recall. And so Lisa kind of, she's like, well, what, what's going on? And she's like, oh, well, she went on her low-level podcast and bashed me about not being invited to my gender reveal. And I was like, A, she didn't do that. She didn't bash her for not being invited. She just said she wasn't invited. Also, low-level podcast, okay, um, at least hers has been going on for years extremely consistently and is rated and she gets a ton of ads. Um, most of the time when I listen to Lala and Randall's, they don't have a lot of ads or any. Like, definitely the last few, I mean, I feel like they had zero. And then she hasn't even put anything out since December. So it's like, um, how, how do you bash that when you don't even have anything comparable? I don't know. I just, I, I feel like, it's just cheap. I feel like, yeah, um, I feel like she actually hurt herself by saying that because, yes, um, I don't think that you judge a podcast on that. I don't think you judge on ads. You don't judge on the the time that you put them out. And to, by bringing it up the way she did, she made us kind of have to bring that up, which isn't mm-hmm. what the podcast community is really about. And I think that like to her core and definitely Randall, I think that Randall cares about his podcast community. So I feel like she backhanded like listeners of podcasts by saying that because it's like, that's that's not how it works. Do you know what I mean? Like it was just a yeah. a dumb comment and completely it unnecessary. It's just cheap and tacky to bash other podcasts. That's just like a unwritten rule. And if you are doing that, like, okay, I don't want anything to, you know, like, I may like some, I may not like others, but if I don't like one, I'm not on here bashing it. Again, it's very Jax Taylor who was like, podcasts? I don't like podcasts. Ew. Right. You know, it's like, wait a second. Like, I don't know. And I guess I should preface that. Yes, I've critiqued podcasts. I don't say I hate them. Like, I've I've mentioned Katie's because she just has that lulling, soothing voice, and sometimes I get sleepy, but... Um, sometimes she has really good podcasts. Um, I used to listen to Stassi's and, you know, it was sometimes entertaining, sometimes not. But, you know, I would never call any of them a low-level podcast or, like, bash them negatively. Like, it's fair to be critiqued. We're critiqued all the fucking time. So, like, But, yeah, yeah but I just feel like, opinion. yeah, like, as a podcast creator, like, it's literally, like, our art that we do. Like, it's what we give of ourselves. To, so to say a low-level podcast, like, I mean, that like hurt my feelings for Sheena you know I'm not even saying that that was a fair statement I'm just saying that sucks you work hard to do something just like you know um Lala and Randall do too it's like it's dumb yeah and then she finishes off she's like and I told her this is the last moment you'll ever get from me and keep your name out of uh my name out of your mouth and do not speak of me but apparently it's fine for her to go on a big TV show and talk about her. Apparently it's fine for her to talk about her on her podcast. And now she's going on this other podcast talking about her. So it's like, I guess it's fine for Lala to talk about Sheena, but not Sheena talk about Lala. Good point. And anytime I heard anything about like Sheena and Lala or Sheena and Stassi, like Sheena still takes a high road. She might, you know, give her, you know, kind of go there a little bit but not in a nasty way the way Lala has towards her yeah you know she'll be like I don't know what her problem is but whatever we're done 
but Lala will like take that extra step to go nasty and it's just it's yeah I mean because uh, obviously that's why Sheena has her platform and that's why Lala has her platform is because uh, us the listeners are hoping to get some inside information into their relationships with the other cast members and all of that stuff so I think that's very normal um but and yes um Sheena has shared a lot of stuff that maybe the other cast members haven't been comfortable with but yeah just like you said I feel like um that's what her fans are wanting and it is it she is allowed to tell her side of the story just like Lala is allowed but yeah they're they're both done they do it very differently from each other yeah so then Lisa asked a question of both Lala and Anna. Um, would you rather be financially satisfied or sexually satisfied? And without a, a beat, missing a beat, Lala's like, financially satisfied. <laughs> I loved all the comments on that. People were like, well, of course, duh. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and I'm not saying that's a wrong answer. I mean, applaud her for being honest. <laughs> but I wish the question would have been, financial or love instead of like sexually satisfied you know that would have been more interesting yeah because I wonder how she'd answer that um I did I did also like uh some of the comments um when when the this uh, when the episode aired you know people obviously reacted to Lala talking bad about Sheena and some of the comments were definitely funny too um yeah it's just not a good look it's just not it's not cool and yeah. I don't know. I personally wouldn't want that to be my brand that I was so reactive and these quotes that, you know, were under my name, like I wouldn't want to answer for them. Do you know what I mean? Like you might say something like that to like your best friend, like behind closed doors, you know, and be like that B, you know, I can't believe that she did it. But like to like say it the way that she does, like I just, I wouldn't want to answer for that. Yeah. I was also upset on why Lisa chose Lala out of everyone on the cast. I mean, the show is called Overserved. It's about drinking, getting drunk, playing drunken games. So why do you have a pregnant, sober woman? Um, or, you know, but I feel like it's because Lisa's obsessed with Randall and his pretend power. Someone in our group mentioned, she's like, it's because her and Randall are the same. They both pretend they have you know, more money and power than they do. <laughs> and then someone r- reminded us, she's like, well, remember Randall paid like 50 grand for their premiere party. I'm like, that's right. And the PJ access. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, is this the only overserved you watched? That was, yes, that was the first one I ever saw. So, um, so, I mean, this is just one example of Pandora's genius. I mean, didn't, wasn't that amazing what she was doing with those flower bowls and the, candles and everything. Yeah, it looked gorgeous. I mean, what was that? Like an ice bowl with flowers in it and then like... I don't know, but like I want it, whatever it was. I wanted to, I want to figure out what it is and I want it and I want to use it like a salad bowl, but then it's all ice. I don't know. It was really cool, but she does that stuff every week. Um, It makes these amazing cocktails and really cool looking cocktails. This week was Bloody Mary's, but even those looked amazing. Um, So if you want to be like aesthetically soothed watch the other oversurfs they're they're pretty fun i mean it's light it goes quick there's some fun games but it's interesting to watch the food created and the drinks created and then the tablescapes and themes Mm so you know anyways that's going on with that what else any um 
other VPR stuff? Yeah, so I wanted to talk about this um, article that came out uh, that Alex Baskin was, you know, he's the the pres- he's the newly appointed president of Bravo and um oh he is? Yes. Oh, cuz he was the uh, like EP of Housewives and Vanderpump and like the head was he president of Evolution or high up or something? Very high up, like right next to um I forget what that the other guy's name is, but Bill Dunwoody. Yes. Mhm. Yeah. So anyway, so he did uh he put out an article and he he basically was kind of he was talking through what we have all said from the beginning, you know, like should should they have fired Stassi and Kristen and Max and um, what's the other guy's name? Um, Brett, you know, or could they have done like a teachable moment on TV? Could they have explored more, you know, th- you know, like did they make the right choice basically? Um, and he kind of went through talking about how you know, all at that moment, it was such an important time in, in our history as well. Um, and mm-hmm. all the other Bravo, Bravo shows who also had some problems were looking to them and were 100% like all the NBC executives and everything were looking very hard at Vanderpump Rules to see like kind of how everything was going to go. And um, so he's just kind of, he's talking through that and just saying, you know, did we do the right thing? Well, the reaction that that got on social media from Kristen and Max and everyone is pretty crazy. They were not happy about that. Um, let me see if I can what find the quotes here. Yeah, I missed that. Let's see. Okay, so um, yeah, so basically, Alex Baskin, president of Evolution Media, and I, I'm I'm reading this off of Real Vanderpump. Um, just to give them a little nod. Um, Alex Baskin. Yeah, also, per- I'm sorry. They posted some. Real Vanderpump also posted about the Lala stuff. So you'll see Jamie Lynn, uh, Sheena's co-host, um, post in the comments on that Real Vanderpump. I love page. Real Vanderpump. I love how they present um, the stories. It gets so concise and like easy to read. Yeah. Like, I mean, I always yeah. go around to like confirm all my news, but it's kind of nice to go there. So shout out to them. Anyway, so mm-hmm. president of Evolution Media opened up on Vulture, published last week about the Vanderpump firings. Bravo executives knew that the way they handled Schroeder, Doty, coupled with the firing of Lockin would send a message to other Bravo talent. Um, since when is other Bravo talent? Since then, other Bravo talent have made apologies for comments, but they were spared. And then so Max said, "Gotta love it being used as a pawn in their sick game." And then the F word, Bravo, F Bravo. So that was his comment, and then we have um, we have Kristen um, come in, and she says, "Amen, love you, Maxie," with like a fist pump. Um, and then Kristen's boyfriend comes on and says, "A bunch of cowards making themselves look good." <laughs> cowards because they don't want to like employ offensive. I don't know, behavior, personalities. Yeah. I mean, they are kind of inconsistent with that because they did keep Kelly Dodd on and like, I mean, like, know. like putting, like, I, I, I don't know. I, we don't want to get back into this because we've gone back and forth with this. Like no one cares, but, um, I do wonder if I were Kristen or Stassi, if I would be, you know, 
I, I definitely, or Max, how he's reacting. I don't know that I would react like that. I would still hope that, like, I would take time to reflect and move on in, like, a positive way and not, like, talk bad about what happened, you know, just, like, out of respect for the situation. But, um, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, it, it kind of, to me, seems like they really feel like they got the short end of the stick and they, like, fully got screwed. Like, that seems like that's how they're acting. See, I think that they're holding on to, you know, like the Brett and Max of something they tweeted 10 years ago, which is different than what, you know, Kristen Stassi was just re- more recently. But I don't think, I think maybe that was just the ex- part of the excuse. I don't think they were going to have Max and Brett back anyways. They didn't have good viewer feedback. I mean, I have yet to see anyone that was like, God, I really like that Max guy or I love Brett. Like, I never saw those comments, so they just didn't have a good, um, yeah, I don't know, fanship going. So yeah. it was just kind of redundant, and it created too many people on the cast because of it, and so they had to cut some fat, and you're going to cut the fat of the people that nobody was caring about. And then they did that, so for them, that was just like the easy trigger for Bravo. It'd be like, oh, yeah, see, we don't even need these guys because nobody really – wants them anyways and now they're problematic so that's an easy decision whereas Kristen and Stassi I'm sure was a much more his um Alex weighed. Alex Baskin's like kind of like thing that he was battling in the articles he was saying aren't sometimes some reality stars bad like isn't that the point is that you are, we are seeing these people that aren't perfect like they, they're train wrecks on tv you know um so he was like kind of making that argument like they're this entertaining thing but yet they did this they like i i don't know it's well and i mean that makes sense because Jax has said some of the most offensive things throughout all seasons but yet he's entertaining and he he makes for good reality tv and that's my point is that max and brett i mean i've heard they're lovely guys in person and they probably are great guys but they just didn't make good reality TV people. They weren't charismatic or they just, it just didn't come across the screen. Um, and that just happens sometimes. You you either have it or you don't, mm-hmm. you know, and it doesn't mean they're bad people. And yes, I, I, I'm, I can forgive whatever tweets they made 10 years ago. I mean, we've all made mistakes. I just think they just weren't, you know, compelling TV. And that was ultimately like, you know, whereas I think the Stasi and Kristen who are good reality TV that was probably a much more heated debate in the boardroom mm-hmm. on their mm-hmm. their stuff. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Anything else on there? Um, that's it for that. Did you see that Randall and Lala uh, have a new condo in Miami? Oh, I, I think I saw that they were there, but I didn't. Really... And there was like so, that, like people were like, you know, is our is Lala trying to be on Real Housewives of Miami? What's going on? But apparently, um, Randall has confirmed that no, it's just a vacation home, nothing to do was, with anything. Yeah, that's where he says like he's from and everything, um, and he's always in Puerto Rico. Yeah, I mean, she could be on Miami if they came back. She does look like Joanna Krupa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, wow. And then the other thing that I just wanted to touch on just for a second was um, about mini sheena well not baby mini sheena but mini sheena kara from vegas um she put out a bunch of uh stories in the last couple of days that were you know alarmed a bunch of fans and her friends and family and everything but um she yeah she um she says that she is safe and 
now, you know, taking care of herself. So we wish her the best and hope that whatever is going on with her, that, you know, she gets some rest and... Do you know, did you understand what was happening? Uh, yeah. Because she was tagging, like, Kim Kardashian, Justin, and Hailey Bieber. Max, speaking of Max, like, it, that's a random, like, Kim K, Justin, and Hailey, and then Max, the GM at Top Tom. Yeah. <laughs> what? And, and um, apparently he's gotten Kendall Jenner pregnant, so. Oh, that's right. And then all these, like... Yeah. Oh, I do understand the energy thing, though, because the color, you know, the energy colors, Mm -hmm. she she likes yellow. So I understood kind of her energy talk there. And she has been into the energies for a long time. Um, But but it it went went a little far when she said that she tapped into their energy line and she was the one who was helping them with their like choices. (laughs) You know, what was the church part? Like at first I was like, is she in Scientology and she's trying to get out? But then it was like, oh, she's in Kanye's church and she's trying to get out. Like, uh, is that what it was about? I think she was talking was just... about Justin's church. Oh. You know, because he's a big um, church guy. I thought Justin went to Kanye's church. Mm, I mean, yeah, I think he has. But, like, he's had, like, a big church moment himself. And yeah. he was involved with that pastor and everything, you know. The guy who... Okay, so... You know, so she uh, apparently she doesn't work at Vanderpump Vegas anymore because she said she went there to clock into work and security came and got her and escorted her out and she had to run away from them out of Caesar's Palace. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't um, know. I, I don't know. But I, she's yeah. I I just I wish her the best because I think I think you know obviously people you know they have a breaking point and they just need to like take a step back and chill and i hope she's okay it reminded me of there was someone else in vegas that had i mean it's i I also feel like it's such a good like um just like reminder for everyone who is involved with something that like stresses them out or is a lot like just like let's just think of vanderpump rules for instance like we know firsthand that it's very stressful, you know, dealing with everything that they have to deal with. And the fact that no one has cracked on this cast with everything that they go through is pretty crazy. So, um, you know, I, I think it's a lot with social media. I, it's, it's very hard to be under the microscope and I don't know. Don't don't you remember a couple of years ago, there was someone else in Vegas and they were saying they needed how, Oh, Oh, it was a, Larissa from 90 Day Fiance. Oh. She she had a whole thing like that. She was on social media saying she was like being held captive and like all this scary stuff. It was it was it reminded me of that. I, but anyways, it well, also reminded me a lot of Amanda Bynes. Yeah. Yeah. But I love Kara. She's always been super nice and sweet me too. and she wanted to she wanted to come on her podcast, but Bravo said no. But I'm like how can they dictate her because they didn't even make her a cast member like that was just ridiculous especially when we had actual cast members maybe she will and maybe now she will oh yeah for sure like i mean i told you last time i was there she's like oh let me know if you can come in tomorrow and she's i don't know so i wish her the best i don't want to oh me too on her so, well, I've got some um, other things I want to talk about, but I want to shout out some of the birthdays we missed and some of the ones going on right now real quick. Okay. 
All right. So we missed on April 18th, Michaela. Michaela, happy birthday. She just went with me to Denver on Friday. We went to this rooftop bar. The Rockies game was playing. And the two days before, we were at the Padres game, which was amazing. Some of you guys saw on my social media, um, which you need to follow, Sarah C-O-C, S-A-R-A-H-C-E-E-O-C. We went to the Padres game. No lines getting in. Um, You know, the seats are socially distanced. You wear your mask. The beer line zero people i went in the bathroom i think i posted a picture of this every stall was empty i was like and like when have you ever been to a stadium or major event and like and then food lines empty i was just like what is going on (laughs) this is magical it was really nice um so i would like to go back i mean i am not gonna lie i have not missed sports one tiny bit um (laughs) it's been like a plus during all of this so i i (laughs) But, um, you know, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, also on April 18th was Joshua. Um, his mother is a key member of the Facebook group. That's right. Julie. Julia. Um, well, and he was at our, he was at our um, viewing party. Premier. Yeah, our viewing party. We missed uh, Taylor Jane Thorne on April 14th. On yesterday... April 25th was Jamie Rose Shanahan, and her daughter Coco turns one on April 27th, which is tomorrow. Cool. Also, on April 27th is Tara Thorson. Um, today, on April 26th, is Michaeline Elizabeth Grandinetti, um, a big contributor in our group. So, happy birthday, Michaeline. And I know I said it right, because we talked about it. Happy birthday. On... April 24th, Robin Mullins Alberti had a milestone birthday, and I'm not going to say which one because that's for you to say. You told us in the group, but it was a, an important one, so happy birthday, Robin. On April 29th, coming up is Kimberly Parr. On April 21st, we missed Emily Kallstrom. And also today, our Bax Lewis Owings twins birthday, oh April 26th. Oh my gosh, I can't so believe it. Bex has been on the podcast. Bex is, has been at Holly's house. That's right. Uh, <laughs> he helped organize the like kind of virtual baby shower for Holly and uh, all you guys that sent all those amazing gifts. Yes. Uh, made me want to have a baby just for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, April 12th was Anthony Raymond in Australia. Nice. Thank you for listening. Far away. And then finally, on April 30th, we have Shelly Englehart. Eilish Brandt, and my personal favorite, Cedar Georgian, which is my cat that's been dead for 16 years. So that's a little morbid, but, you know, I still remember her birthday. Aww. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. Awesome. A um, couple of housewives things, and this is a couple weeks old since we have not been here for a couple weeks. Um, Gina from OC, her husband, ended up pleading guilty on the charges so he got i guess he could choose 180 days in jail or three years probation a really long ankle monitor and um a 52-week anger course which i think goes with either option but would you rather do three months in jail or a long ankle monitor and three years probation it's a tough one yeah i don't know it's like 
part of you thinks get it over with but then again if you don't lead a criminally charged or life like probation maybe not so bad yeah you know if you're like a repeat offender that's probably a problem but I don't know but then the ankle monitor I don't know it's a tough choice I want you guys that we should put up a poll in the Facebook group what would you rather have 180 days in jail or three years probation and an ankle monitor I'd for, I um, think I'd for sure take the ankle monitor and the three years probation yeah, yeah I think so too because that wouldn't be a big deal at all well, also because you were someone's bitch in jail. So I don't know. Maybe I'd take the three months because I think I could uh, <laughs> pull it. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about, go back to a pre- couple previous podcasts where we talked about our prison experiences. <laughs> Which also, um, stay tuned for possible Patreons coming up and a possible new podcast with some really interesting stories related to that. Well, not our stories, but... I'm waiting for that. Kinda. There's going to be a book. It's going to be a juicy as fuck book and a podcast and, you know, then probably a tour and I'll probably be on Oprah, I would imagine. Um, and, yeah, I'll probably have a lot of lot of guests with a lot of things to say. Yeah. Anyways, that'll be fun. Um, okay, so... I don't really have anything else except for Jersey because Dallas was super boring as fuck as per usual, I think. I think it's just a bomb season. Like, it's just nothing's popping off. Like you said last time, you just couldn't get into it, right? Yeah, like, I I, I want to and, like, I, I like it, but there's, yeah, there's, like, for sure something missing. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I still watch it, but I just... I was like, I don't even have anything to say about it. And, you know, I, I understand there's filler episodes where, you know, they can all be great and explosive, but I just haven't really had much to say about it lately. Summer House, which I do not like, but force myself to watch because apparently I'm a masochist. Um, it was actually good. It was the finale. And I'm like, this is the only episode I've actually enjoyed. And it happens to be the last one. Um, I heard the finale, or the reunion's pretty good. It's a two-part, and it looks like things get heated. So I am kind of looking forward to that. Um, but it was pretty good. I actually turned the corner on Carl. I actually kind of like him now, and I never thought I'd get there. Um, yeah, I saw the uh, the preview for the reunion, and, and not knowing anything, it, it looked good. Like I I, yeah. I love when when um, when they stand up and walk away. Like love that. Um, right. So yeah, it it did look really good. Yeah, so that's coming up, and then just Jersey, like, I thought this was a, you know, it was a good episode, like, it was, I mean, it was kind of cute, Melissa trying to talk to Antonio about the birds and the bees, I mean, it was kind of a dumb scene, but it was a cute scene, because it was very realistic on the girls' part, like, just like, Mom, let's stop, and hiding and everything. Did, how, how, um, how did your mom have the talk with you? We didn't. <laughs> there was no talk. No talk? No, you know what, the, the the closest thing to it, and this is the worst thing. So I was in my, I don't know why, oh, I probably had a twin bed. So by the time I was a senior in high school, all my sisters were long gone. So I had like four bedrooms that I could choose from, basically. I mean, I had my room, but I had a twin bed with a canopy, <laughs> no less. Ooh. Um, <laughs> um so I was with my boyfriend in my sister's room, and we were commencing 
things and whatever things were going off um the lights happened to be on and my mom came up and caught us in the compromising position that we were uh, my back was to her so i didn't see her face so i asked him i was like did you see what her face he looked like and he's like um yeah did you ever see beetlejuice and i was like oh god this is so uncomfortable and so he's like well do you want me to stay because she's like sarah she's like get downstairs and you know like i was gonna get a talking to and he's like do you want me to stay and deal with this but i was like no you can go like that was like the best like yeah, I, that was like the best fucking girlfriend move ever for any guy to say like no you don't have to stay here and talk to my parents with me okay you can go yeah <laughs> so i had to go now and, and talk to them and i thought it was just gonna be her but no she woke my dad up and brought him into it and i'm like oh this is so embarrassing so they're like well they're worried about protection and safety and then they're like well do you love him and I'm like, God, this is a real catch-22 because if I say no, I'm a slut. And if I say yes, they'd be disappointed like I'm just going to like run off and like, you know, ruin my life and get married at you know, 17 or 18, whatever. Um, so I was just like, how do I answer this? Anyways, she then had my oldest sister, Michaela's mom, talk to me about birth control. And I'm like, bitch, I've been on that for two years. Were you really? Yeah, me and my friends all went to uh, Planned Parenthood and um, got on birth control at like 16. I, I, I was on birth control before I had sex. Let's just put it that Did way. Did you guys like let, let the boys at school know like, oh, we're on birth control? <laughs> no, I think it was, yeah. I feel like I would have like bragged about that. <laughs> I've never been on birth control in my life. Yeah. Um, and I always I wanted to because I had severe cramps and I still do. Um, and so like like some of my friends would be like, Why don't you just take birth control? Like it will take your cramps away. And I'm like, Mom and like she yeah, she would just never take me and I never thought to go and see I only liked it because you know we did get to that you know point in life where you know you just need to you should use protection because there was you know you don't want to catch something birth control doesn't prevent that um I liked birth control because you could plan you know so if like you know when you're 20 years old and you're planning a vacation with your boyfriend at the beach just like you don't you're like ah but if you know this you can you can manipulate it and plan when you're gonna have it and not have it so i liked it for what what by taking the pill at a certain time you your period wouldn't come yeah you can just keep taking it and not stop like if you know you're not supposed to do that um much but like you know you can manipulate it a few days or a week so yeah that's cool and and people do that for for their weddings okay okay make make sure that they don't have it on their wedding day or honeymoon so nice Um, Yeah, so for me, Diane took me on like a a girl's trip. We went on a girl's trip to Palm Springs. I'd never been on a girl's trip. And the entire time we listened to cassette tapes from Dr. James Dobson from Focus on the Family. And it was like, it was nothing like technical, like none of the juicy stuff that I would want to know. It was more like, you may get hair under your armpits your actual <laughs> hair is going to change your body is cha- you know it was just like so oh. uncomfortable well, and didn't you learn that in like health class like i learned that in like well we had that talk in like health class, class was like a- was very like first of all like 
I, I think they do this everywhere, but like your parents had to sign to give you permission to even go to it. Like oh. at Christian school, it's a very big deal and they don't talk about anything. Yeah, I know like there was a couple of people that, whose parents, like they were like really Catholic or something and they opted their kid out. But for the most part, like we had our first class in like fifth grade and they explained the period and all that and the hair situation. And yeah. then in ninth grade, we had like health class where it was more like talk about sex, whereas the fifth grade was about body changes. Okay. And the ninth grade was more about sex and STDs and okay, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, but hmm. yeah, ours, ours was yeah, ours was like very. Um, basically, I learned everything by doing it myself. <laughs> yeah, you learn, I you mean, learn from, as you go, right? Um, yeah, I didn't. No one talked to me. I mean, I had, did have three older sisters, but it's like you just hear from friends and TV and movies. Yeah, and you know, fit, like you know. As a, I, I don't think I would have wanted to hear from my mother. You know, I no. Yeah, you you need like a little mentor or something, someone who will be like, look, here here's how it goes. You know, and e- like even if someone tells you, it's not the same as how it really is. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm sure Marge and Marge Senior had that relationship, but it's cool and young and hip and you know a mom melissa is to antonio she's still her mom like teresa yes. like i remember i think teresa tried that with gia she's like same reaction like they just don't want to go there yeah it's like so la, 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 la. yeah like julie and lauren can have that because they have got that like yeah. kind of relationship mm-hmm. but yeah so um yeah then they were on the phone with joe giudice in italy and i guess gia met his girlfriend and he's like yeah i heard you met your your mom's boyfriend so that was kind of interesting yeah um i liked speaking of mother-daughter talks i liked jen's talk with her daughter gabby who watched the grandparents fighting and that sort of thing and i thought this girl was like 17 she was so mature she's like no i understand where grandma's coming from she felt like she was robbed of her own life and she didn't have any choices i was like she got this girl so mature and then it said gabby 13 i was like what she's more understanding than her mother yeah that's crazy yeah um um can i can i um take it elsewhere really quick um i've been watching a show on netflix it's called um the baker and the beauty (laughs) have you seen that no oh my gosh it's um it's very i wouldn't even put it I wouldn't even say Lifetime-esque. It's very, like, um, Emily in Paris kind of, mm-hmm. where it's, like, you roll your eyes a lot, but it's still, like, a little addicting. Um, it's pretty good. You should check it out. It's about okay. it's about a girl who's, like, the celebrity. It's like, it's, like, the fantasy that I always had. Like, something... I always thought that this was going to happen to me. Like like something would happen and I'd be walking down the street and a car would pull up and like a celebrity would roll down their window and be like looks like you're having a hard day do you need a ride and then like I would get in the car and become friends with the person and then like also be a celebrity like that's kind of the premise of it and so I'm into it you know what I'm thinking where you really missed the boat what you know what show you would have been fantastic on Paris Hilton needs a new best friend I you know what I would have I would have. I would have been really good at that. Because, like, you know, they had to organize and do all these things, and that's what you do. Yeah. So you would have nailed all of those Well, tasks. that's why after, after like, I kind of figured out what I did want to do, and once I figured out how Hollywood worked, I was like, oh, my God, 
I would be the best freaking personal assistant for someone. And then like I could like launch my own career. And um, by the time like I really saw how to do it, like I it was I was moving back here and it was too late. But um, yeah, like I just saw on Watch What Happens Live with Melissa Gorgo was Brad. Oh, no, it was with someone else. Brad Goreski, you know, he was Rachel Zoe's personal. And now he's, you know, yeah hosting the the Oscar carpet, you know, that sort of thing. So, but he started as like that, right? Yeah. PA. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I went off topic. You would have been great. I mean, it's never too late. You know, Randall's looking for assistant and I was really hoping you'd apply. I actually was going if if Daisy wasn't so small right now, if she was in school, I would like literally I would do it. And I think that that I could work with Randall. I really do. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I don't doubt you. You can pretty much work with anyone <laughs> but I think yeah you would yeah I think you would work well with them but right um, now yeah I'm just focusing on I'm going to start teaching baton lessons I my goal is to have like my own gym so that's what I'm focusing on right now while I still have Daisy at home and then once I get her off to school then who knows the sky's the limit you know yeah awesome when do you start that um, I am hoping to start in a couple weeks, but I'm going to share the hell out of it on social media. So everyone's going to be sick of me, but <laughs> just, I, like, I just need those first couple students and then I'm good. You know, have you taught Ronnie at all? I'm start, I'm teaching her right now because I'm, okay. I'm going to make her come to every single class because she can be like my little helper, you know, Mar- marketer. Yeah, promoter. exactly. She's the perfect age. <laughs> But she's already thrown the uh, baton down and been like, forget it! You know, because it's like... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And how did she do in her competition? Um. Okay, so the competitions are so crazy right now because how it's working with COVID is your host, your whole studio goes in at a certain time slot and then you leave and then another studio comes in. So it's like you do all your numbers at once and then the next studio does theirs and it goes on like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So they just finished the Sunday stuff like yesterday at like 10 o'clock. So we don't get to hear the overall awards until Tuesday night. So we're waiting to see oh. what happened so that's I guess that makes sense yeah, yeah you're not you're not gonna have 300 people up on stage yeah it yeah. actually it like it's like I miss some parts of you know getting I, I miss getting to see all of the competitors but there's something so nice about going in and getting out you know and not sitting there for yeah. freaking three days Ten hours. yes now can, can't you watch the other competitions like virtually yes yeah I did um yeah it was super fun so i think that i I think she did really well so we'll see awesome yeah all right i don't have anything more on jersey just other than that tea party looked amazing like i wanted all of that food i wanted everything there it was so pretty but it looked good it sounded like it tasted good i freaking love tea parties yeah, and this was like a extravaganza. Yeah, I'm into that. That's so cool. And it was cute with all the moms, and I did feel bad for Teresa because yeah. she had a rough time. Yeah. Um, and I like Marge in her, I think it was when she was talking to her mom or her confessional look, she had the blunt bob. She looks so good and so fresh with that hair. I think she needs to let go with the long blonde extensions and go with that Blunt Some bob, people look, look so good in that bob, dude. Like, 
Yeah, like when Ariana did it, it was you were like, whoa. And like Katie, you know? Katie looks amazing with Katie it. Katie looks great. I loved, um, Sheena did more of a Khloe Kardashian one with the wave, but I loved that when she did it. Me too. Um, but Katie, yeah, Katie looks Even great. It looks good on Kristen too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into that hair too. So, okay, cool. Anyway. Well, we are so we'll probably come back as soon as we get more info on baby mini Sheena. We're dying to know her name and all of the details. So as soon as um, all that breaks, um, we'll hop back on and do a little update for sure. And we're definitely going to start, but I think we're going to wait till the second week of May, right? E- yes. Well, Sheena said she's going back to work the second week of May, so I'm assuming that's what that means. So Wait, I say that's when. What? Yeah, that's that, that's impossible. I mean, it's not impossible, but that's insane. She because she said if she wasn't going to have the baby by her due date, which was the 24th, she was getting induced because she needs to go back to work by the like the second week of May. So. Oh my God, her poor body and her poor baby. But I'm sure she has so much help. She can do it. But that's very fast. Like, take your time, Sheena. Enjoy your baby. Yeah. I'm sure maybe it'll just be limited. You know, it's not like she's going to be serving tables or anything. Yeah. I doubt, you know. But. No, I, yeah. I want to go and, like, just see. Like, because um, I saw somebody, like, take a, a video of being at Sir or something. And they're literally on the sidewalk outside of Sir. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where the tables are. Like on the sidewalk where we always stand when we're like looking yeah. at the private ta- the private little patio where they always film. Yeah. So I, I'm just like I'm dying to see the setup and how it's all working and. Well, we'll we'll try to hit all three of them. Yeah. And uh, for sure, and oh, this be fun to see everybody again. You know, check in with everybody and see what's going on. Yeah, I'm excited. Like, I haven't, we'll be we lap- haven't been there in freaking forever, dude. I was just thinking about that as I was talking. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's been over a year because they've been shut down for over a year. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. So we'll be up there reporting, but we'll be way back sooner than that on Sheena's baby and anything else popping off. Yes. And thank you guys for hanging in there. I was thinking, too, because once, you know, filming does commence, we should start doing, um, because people have asked for this, too. And I know because you and Chad did the retro couple seasons. So, we should either start from season one or let's start where you and Chad left off and fill in those mm-hmm. like season three, season four to just kind of gear up and get us all ready and pumped up for pump. Yes. I think that would be fun. Totally. So what was, do you remember what your last retro was with Chad? No, I, I have no idea. Did you do more than two seasons? I think so. I th- or maybe we did it. I, I we started jumping like towards the end. Like we started jumping just to like the funnest episodes we wanted to watch. You know. Okay. All right. Well, let's think about it and talk about it. And because I think it'd be fun. I haven't watched the seasons in a long time, um, so it'd be fun to to rewatch. Totally. And by a long time, I mean a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. So. Sounds good. Okay. Right, bye, everybody. Bye.